City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wildpeak AT3W all-terrain tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, massive night overnight in sport. The Aussies uh, on the back foot, uh, four for 114, I think it is. Manus is in the 40s and... Um, Bulldogs getting the chocolates over Essendon last night. But right now, Bryce, we're going to look ahead to what is the blockbuster almost of the year. First v. second, Port Adelaide against Collingwood at Adelaide Oval as well. And the odds are fairly even, but it's a massive match. We thought, who better to help us pull apart this one than former Port Adelaide champion and uh, special comments on SEN, Daryl Wakeland. Good morning, Daryl. What are you up to? Good morning, boys. How are you? Just here at a under-16 Sturtworth Eagles at Stebberton Oval. So ah. just a bit of a fresh morning, but a nice, nice way to start the weekend. Nice. Is, is the game underway between the two sides? How's it going? Just underway. Eagles kick the first two of the game. Sturtworth currently sitting top. and They've been in pretty good touch. So my lad's in the under-16s. and played center four there, but Eagles got a very, some very, very talented kids. Yeah. Um, this game with Port and Collingwood tonight, some important ins for Port Adelaide, Charlie Dixon, Francis Evans, uh, Jason Horn francis Trent McKenzie and Willie Rioli. Uh, do you think those big changes from week to week will impact their flow in any way or it can only be a positive thing? No, it's, uh, certainly I think a lot of people were concerned going into last week games with seven or so changes last week and some pretty important players out so and that that sort of proved with the way they played you know they were getting enough ball through the mid they were getting inside 50 but yeah that they, they just couldn't couldn't convert they were very leaky down back Mackenzie's the key isn't he down back there so yeah it's not great but uh, they got a little bit of time to get it sorted and they'll get some injury players back from injury no doubt in the next two or three weeks so not ideal coming into a red hot sort of Collingwood team, is it? Do you reckon it's... Uh, I think Collingwood go into this game slight favourites, uh, Daryl. Do you reckon that's a little bit of, of disrespect to, to this Port Adelaide side who have been so good all year? They, they're playing at their home deck. Uh, so Collingwood, we know, can travel well. But do you reckon it's a little bit of disrespect to this, this Port Adelaide side that are, that are going so well, even though it was a little hiccup last week against Carlton? Look, I think I think that's probably where the form's at. Um, I mean, Collingwood have been such such rare form. They've got a very healthy list, and with the two inclusions they have coming back in as well, it's it's, uh, geez, it's a good lineup. I was doing my matchups only 10, 15 minutes ago and looking at it. And I mean, with the with Port being a little bit leaky last week, I think that's where they're most vulnerable. Um, they need a they need their best six in, and they're just trying to work that out at the moment. Um, with the injuries that they've had, they've had a few guys out of form, so they've struggled to settle that back line the last sort of three or four weeks. I think they've got away with some wins over the last six, you know, six or eight weeks that have masked that a little bit. But um, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, Collingwood uh, haven't seen too many sides in as, as rare a form as they are at the moment. So I think that reflects it. Do you subscribe to the theory, Bryce and I were talking about this last week actually, that uh, the Carlton loss is sort of a loss they need to have because if they kept on winning, winning, winning all the way until finals, this unknown pressure builds and builds and um, that a loss is inevitable. Could could this loss have been a positive thing for Port? 
Yeah, I, look, I think it's come at as good a time as any. Um, you know, they'd, they'd be dissecting that. They would have they would have opened that. Um, you know, the, the results up of that game statistically, they would have known exactly where they need to improve. But yeah, you know, I think everyone was saying over the last month, it's probably you know, it's rare rare that you get a run like they have, um, and that you can continue right deep into finals. So I think it's I think it's come at the right time. I think probably everyone was expecting maybe the Collingwood game tonight would be that that one that they would drop. Um, but that, like we said, the, I just think it's rare that you get a, a run like Geelong had last year and you go deep into finals with such red hot form. But um, you know you need that momentum in that last month coming into finals. Hopefully Port can can capture that again. Uh, Daryl. Uh, a strange one for you. We're just seeing on our television screens, Gavin Wanganeen is participating in Dancing with the Stars this season. Would you ever consider going on Dancing with the Stars? Never. No. <laughs> I had two, two left feet and I never spent a lot of time. I'm, yeah. Most of my time at, uh, was spent at the bar um, and um, <laughs> not a lot of time on the dance floor. My, yeah. Mind you, Chuck. Chuck to mix things up back in the day. Chuck Williams, he'd love to mix things up. So we used to have dancing nights. We'd put on dancing nights at the club, right? A couple and all... times through the year, and he loved it. And everyone would bring their partners along. And if you didn't have a partner, you would have to find one. And uh, so his wives and girlfriends, and they were superb nights. So Chuck loved his dancing, and uh, yeah. so that's that's caused a lot of banter on it. We're going to have a WhatsApp <laughs> group of our of of our early two thousands uh, port side, and um, that's caused a lot of banter. Uh, and just we'll just straighten back up here, Daryl. Um, just with Darcy Moore, we, we know how important he is for the Collingwood Football Club. And we saw, I reckon, a couple of weeks ago, Tex play him really well and, and led up to some really good spots. And, and the Crows were able to use him. And uh, Darcy Moore got caught in two minds whether to come up on Tex or, or drop off in the set mark like he usually does. Who do you think from Port in this Port forward line is the best matchup for him? Is it... Is it your Charlie Dixon? Is it your Jeremy Finlayson? Who, who do you reckon is smart enough to, to know when to lead up into the dangerous space and get used to, to nullify uh, Moore's great intercept ability? Yeah, and you need the physical size to go with him too. He's got, you know, for a, what an amazing athlete he is, you know, almost 200 centimetres and um, just moves so well. So I think Dixon probably needs to be the matchup. You know, Charlie hasn't, not covering the ground that well. He's obviously come back into the side and Hopefully he's healthy, but I think that what they'll be expecting, the coaching staff expecting from Charlie is just to make that contest, uh, keep more out of that concept, try and nullify any of his intercept marking. We know how dangerous that whole back line for Collingwood is, uh, their counter-attack from intercept mark. They can all do it, all their smalls, even Quaynor. So that's going to be where it starts. Nullify that contest. Pull him deep as you can. Dixon won't go too much out of zero to 30 metres, I wouldn't have thought. So if they can keep him in deep and to nullify his counter-attack, that, that's going to be a, play a huge part. It certainly will. And you're calling the game on Port Nation tonight on SEN. Uh, can you give us a tip? And uh, why do you think they'll win? Yeah, yeah. obviously the heart says Port, but I, I think Collingwood probably by about six goals. Um, I just think they're... They're too healthy at the moment, and uh, they've got most positions covered across the ground. So, I mean, the, the only place I think Port can win it if they can really get hold of it in the midfield, get some ball going their way, 
there is still some dangerous players in our forward line that can kick a score. So Finlayson coming off a quiet week last week, expecting to come out and have a good one. Yeah, well, any way you look at it, it's going to be a blockbuster game and Port, no doubt, will be going in uh, believing that they can win this one. Uh, Daryl, you'll be on the call later on on Power Nation. You can catch the game live uh, from around 7 p.m. tonight, I think. Uh, 7.10, it kicks off Correct, lads. Yes, correct. Uh, Daryl Wakeland, thank you so much for blessing us with your time this morning. Good on you, boys. Have a great day. Cheers. That's former Port Adelaide star Daryl Wakeland there. A pretty comprehensive look at that game tonight. Who have you got, Kipper? Who do you, how do you think it's going to pan out? I actually think Port can win this. Yeah. They're, they're going to be razzed up. We've seen a bit of uh, jabs thrown in the media. Mm. Uh, Maynard coming out and saying Port need to be on their game. We're the best team in the competition. Yeah. And then Hinkley just saying, well, uh, you can have the number one mantle in uh, in the month of July. We, uh, we want to be playing well when the whips are cracking sort of yeah. come September. So there's been a, a bit of niggle in the media. So no doubt uh, that'll flow out into the game once it starts at 7.10 tonight. I think I reckon it might be a bit closer than six goals. Mm. Uh, and I think Port are a chance in this. I'm going to tip Port in an upset. But believe it or not, I'm actually agreeing with you here. I think they, they are going to be priming themselves like it's a final. Um, yeah, on the media stakes, this is Ken Hinckley discussing always it's the question of what to do with Nick Dacos. Quality player that everyone everyone's tried to handle in different ways and and we'll we'll be doing the same. But let's not get just just get confused with Nick Dacos. You know, when you get two generational players in father and son, probably three at Collingwood. That's that's a gift that they've been given, and they're going to, they're maximising it at the moment. For us, the challenge is to, to limit what they get. Um, you know, the collective is going to be more important than than one or two individuals. And we're playing the best team in the competition by their admission. They are the best team in the competition. They they've said that themselves publicly. Um, you know, July is a good time to be ranked one. Yeah, it's uh, set up to be an absolute cracker later on tonight. Port v Collingwood. Bryce, we're going to get to a break because up next we're going to pull apart the Melbourne v Crows game. Are the Crows even a scary of a chance at getting this one? They've brought in a few young boys, which I like the look of. So that's up next. It's currently quarter past ten.